0: Thank you. me
1: Man, You had the McCameys right there singing, Jesus, Savior, pilot Me. Hello and welcome to the Sowing and Reaping audio podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I thank God for the wonderful day that he's blessed us with here today. In the book of Mark, chapter number 4, we're going to begin reading today in verse number 30 down through verse number 34. The book of Mark, chapter number 4, verse number 30 down through verse number 34 and he said Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of god or with what comparison shall we compare it it is like a grain of mustard seed which when it is sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth but when it is sown it groweth up and becometh greater than all herbs and shooteth out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it and with many such parables spake he the word unto them as they were able to hear it but without a parable spake he not unto them and when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. As I'm read this uh, day, for the sake of time, may God add his blessings to the reading of the word of God. You know, here in verse 33 through verse number 34, we find that parables were the primary means of teaching truth from the Lord Jesus Christ. And he begins this parable by seeming to search for an illustration of the kingdom of God. The disciples, you know, they may have held some kind of idea about what the kingdom of God was like. Perhaps maybe they imagined the kingdom of God to be a high mountain that soared above the world, displaying its glory, its power, and maybe even its majesty. Maybe they imagined the kingdom of God as that of a mighty river that carried his life into faraway lands, or maybe even they imagined it to be as a massive oak tree standing tall and providing shelter. We really don't know what they were thinking about, but they were probably surprised when Jesus Christ shared his illustration with them. Because when Jesus began to speak, he did not compare the kingdom of God to a high mountain. He did not compare the kingdom of God to a mighty river or even a majestic oak tree. No, he just compared the kingdom of God to that of a tiny mustard seed. He used the image of something small to tell us of something big, something larger than we can ever even comprehend. And so for the next few minutes, I want to look at this passage of scripture and I want to see today the message of the mustard seed, the message of the mustard seed. Now, as we look back in verse number 31, we see how the kingdom of God began. In comparing the kingdom of God to that of a tiny mustard seed, Jesus, he used a powerful illustration. Now, let me say this, the mustard seed is not the smallest seed known to man. The smallest seed known to man is an orchid seed or orchard seed, however you want to call it. Um, but it is however the smallest seed that was planted in the gardens of jesus day the mustard seed is very tiny and it takes about 75 of them to make up a single gram and there are about 28 grams in an ounce so when you do your math it's about twenty-one thousand mustard seeds in an ounce and i had to look all that up i'm no mathematician by any means okay Uh, but it is a tiny seed which produces a very uh, large plant. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. And so what Jesus Christ did here, he compared the kingdom of God to that of a little mustard seed, and in truth, most people believed that nothing would come of the Lord Jesus Christ and nothing would come of his ministry. People could see the tiny mustard seed, but they could not see the great tree. Now let's consider some facts for just a moment. Jesus was born in a tiny town called Bethlehem. You know, around Christmas time, there's a song called, Oh Little Town. Of Bethlehem, in a little town so many years ago, and uh, we talk about the tiny town of Bethlehem, and Jesus was born in a tiny town called Bethlehem reared in a tiny place called galilee and no one believed that a man of god could ever come from galilee because galilee was uh, of course just like nazareth a wicked and worldly city considered by the jews jesus had no family connections no money no support from religious leaders that day and he was actually considered to be a nobody from nowhere who would amount to nothing those who followed Jesus for the most part were the outcast of society his own people rejected him he was despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief with grief and the romans eventually nailed him to a cruel cross and buried him in a borrowed tomb emphasize the word borrowed because friend of mine let me put it this way when you borrow something you intend to give it back and thank God I'm glad that uh, Jesus Christ he only needed to borrow that tomb he only needed it for three days and thank God on the third day he got up out of that grave and got up out of that tomb and gave it back amen and uh, his followers uh, preached his resurrection but most people consider them fools following a dead man and they even ignore their message Even the Lord Jesus' message was hard to swallow for some of that day and for some today it's still hard to swallow, but there is no question that the kingdom of of our Lord was just like that tiny insignificant mustard seed in the beginning. It started out tiny no one could see what the tiny seed jesus was sowing would become and there are still many in our day who mock jesus to make fun of his claims to be the very god in the flesh and the only savior for men there are many who believe that jesus never rose from the dead and there are many today who deny his very existence but friend of mine let me give you bible to back up his existence for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son amen god sent his son into the world and he planted the Lord Jesus in the insignificant soil of a backwater province of Rome, which was called Israel. He grew up there, he lived there, he died there, but thank God he arose again there, amen? And the kingdom he founded by his death, his burial, and his resurrection continues to exist today. And as a matter of fact, it appears to be thriving. So the kingdom of God, my friend, is not dead. It is living forever more, it is living more so now than ever before. So the kingdom of God, though, began as something tiny and small and insignificant, according to the parable that Jesus used here in verse number 31. Now let's see how the kingdom of God is being built. Verse number 32, he says, but when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater than all herbs and shooteth out great branches. Now when the tiny mustard seed is planted in good soil, it germinates and produces a very large plant that eventually grows to resemble a tree. Some mustard plants have been known to grow as high as 15 feet tall. Something so small with such humble beginnings can become something that is truly amazing to behold. Again, my friend, this is a picture of the amazing growth of the kingdom of God. When the seed was planted in Israel, the prospects for success seemed very far away. In the beginning there was just jesus himself who had a few followers that consisted of some uneducated fishermen a few revolutionaries and some women and even a traitor and by the time the day of Pentecost came around, there were only 120 devoted followers of the Lord Jesus Christ according to Acts chapter number one and verse number 15. But on that day, something amazing took place. Over 3000 people, my friend, came to faith in Christ Acts chapter number two, verse 41. And then a short time later in Acts chapter number four and verse number four, another 5000 folk were saved at one time. And so you see the church began to grow at an astounding rate. It wasn't many days until the church in Jerusalem is said to have numbered some 50,000 members. That was just the beginning, amen? And as the message was carried around the world, vast multitudes came to Jesus. Cities and nations fell on their knees in the face of the gospel of the Lord. And friend, the seeds were crushed. And, and let me say this, um, and this amazing growth has continued down to this very day. Uh, who but God knows the true count of the souls that have been saved from sin and damnation. Everywhere the gospel seed has been planted, there have been souls saved and saints stirred for the glory of God and lives have been changed. The church has continued to grow and the kingdom of God continues to grow on earth. And there is going to come a day when a vast multitude that cannot be numbered will stand before the Lord in heaven and praise his name for saving them by his grace. And friend of mine, it's like this. I thank God today that I'm one of those who who's going to be counted for. I'm one of those when the saints go marching in. Amen. I mean, God has a way of bringing great things out of humble beginnings. You think about David. David was just a tiny mustard seed, was he not? He was the youngest son in a family of eight boys. He was ignored and given the job that no one else in the family ever wanted that was taking care of the sheep. But God took a little shepherd boy on the backside of nowhere. He took that tiny mustard seed of a boy and made him a giant killing king in the nation of Israel. He went on to become the greatest, one of the greatest uh, kings in the nation of Israel has ever known. You look at Gideon, he was also a mustard seed too. He came from the smallest family in the smallest tribe in the nation of Israel, and God took this man by the name of Gideon and used him to become a great military leader. Now, look at yourself if you're a child of God today, you too have mustard seed beginnings. I mean, according to the Bible, you were a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You are dead in trespasses and in sins, and you hath he quickened. Who were dead? Who were dead? In trespasses and in sin. And not only that, my friend, uh, you were under a death sentence and on your way to hell. Uh, The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 and verse number 23, um, the Word of God says this, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, but God in His grace, He looked beyond your fault, thank God, and saw your need. God in His grace looked beyond what you were to see what you could become through His grace. He saved you and planted you in Jesus and now your life is bearing fruit for the glory of God. You know, uh, Zechariah chapter number 4 and verse number 10 puts it like this, For who hath despised the day of small things? God can take someone who seems small and insignificant and make something great out of them. He took a little red-headed boy by the name of David that nobody wanted on their team and made a great leader of men out of him. He took a man by the name of Moses who was backward and stuttered a lot, and God used him to bring the law of God to humanity. God gave this stuttering a uh, murderer uh, by the name of Moses, who was backward, couldn't talk plain, and God gave that man the Ten Commandments because he became a, he was—he started out small and God used him as something big. And then God took an awkward, shy shoe salesman and used him to shake the world for the Lord Jesus Christ by the name of D.L. Moody. What could God do with you, my friend? Last of all, we see not only how. The kingdom of god began not only do we see how the kingdom of god was being built but lastly today we see how the kingdom of god blesses The latter part of verse number 32, the Bible says, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. This tiny seed grew into an immense plant. Its branches spread themselves abroad, offering a place for the birds to nest and find rest. In the shadow of of that plant, the birds found shelter from the storms, rest from their weariness, and shade from the heat of the sun. The humble mustard seed produced a plant that had many uses among the human community as well people would gather its leaves and serve them up as food in some areas and in other areas uh the seeds were crushed and even enhanced uh, the bland diet of diet of people they didn't have weight Watchers or keto diets back in the day they used things like this amen and those seeds were also used as medicine They were crushed and mixed with other things to make antidotes for snake bites, scorpion bites, spider bites, and the list goes on and on. The mustard seed was used to fight off colds and other physical ailments. And just as the plant in this parable brought joy to the birds who flocked to it for shelter, the kingdom of God has provided many benefits for those who have turned to Jesus Christ. Everywhere the gospel has germinated, compassion, decency, and morality have sprung up. While my friend, hospitals and schools have been founded through the gospel. Truth and salvation have been proclaimed and lies have been forever changed because of that gospel seed. The gospel has brought destruction to demonism and other evils. The spread of the gospel has built orphanages for the fatherless and homes for the homeless. I think of Amy Carmichael and George Mueller and those who started orphanages and and, uh, and, and, and homes. And, and the gospel has reached out to comfort the bereaved and care for the infirm. And cure the sick. The gospel has changed communities and even nations, even the great nation that you and I live in here in America. This nation was founded on the principles of the gospel and the Christian faith. And, friend of mine, even those who reject the gospel in America today, they are still reaping the benefits of a nation founded by God and founded for God amen and when the kingdom of God moves in with divine power the kingdom of satan must fall before its appearance and my friend the kingdom of God may have had humble beginnings but God used it to accomplish great and wonderful and mighty things just as the bird in this parable just as the birds in this parable found many great blessings under the branches of the mustard plant those who come to jesus christ find more blessings than they could ever have imagined and thank god my friend for the blessings that we find in the lord jesus christ and friend of mine i truly believe that the birds in this parable represent the lost sinner wherever they may be found may be found just as a bird finds shelter rest and shade under the branch of a tree lost sinners have the hope have the same hope when they fly to Jesus for their soul's salvation. I don't know how you feel about it, but friend, I'm glad there's a place in Jesus for me. Amen. I'm glad there's a place in Jesus for me. And friend of mine, if you've never been saved by the grace of God, there's a place in Jesus for you too. So as I close this uh, podcast, the question is asked, what is the message of that mustard seed? Well, it's a twofold message. It is that the kingdom of God may have humble beginnings, But it can and will expand and grow until it has a universal impact also the kingdom of god can take something that seems so small insignificant and unimportant and transform it into something really big he has done that in the kingdom of god and for many of you that are listening so i ask you today take a look at your life how is it with you and god Friend of mine he can do more in and through you than you can have ever m- imagined if only that if only my friend you would let him so would you be like that little mustard seed today and ask god to bless you ask god to help you ask god to strengthen you and ask god to use you we start out humble and god would t- transform us and use us For his honor and for his glory that goes for any preacher that goes for any missionary that goes for any evangelist that goes for any pastor that goes for any layman that goes for anybody that's a child of god god will use you if only you'll let him and if you've never been saved by the grace of god just like those birds Flot to that little tiny mustard seed after it became a great big branch they went there and found rest for their never dying soul and friend of mine you can as well so i uh, thank you for tuning in today uh this is brother walter terrell with the sowing and reaping audio podcast my prayer is today that you have a great rest of your day just on purpose